Election week. Election week. Election, election, election week. It's about four, what, five days until the election now. Yeah. And honestly, I was freaked out by the, by how close it was. Because I guess I just don't, I just didn't even notice. It just creeps up on you, doesn't it? Well, all mate ScoMo. You know ScoMo, right? Yeah. The, the guy who, the, the, the. Prime Minister, the President. Yeah, you know ScoMo. El Presidente. You know ScoMo. Mm. So, he made it that date, so it gives his base little time to think. Not that they were going to think anyway, but... It's true. People hate thinking. It's the worst thing. It's the worst thing for the, the public to do. You know, someone did a cameo... Someone paid Flavor Flav to do a cameo <laughs> where he calls out ScoMo. Oh, did they? Yeah. What is he saying it? Hey, ScoMo. What's up, ScoMo? So um, I, got some, <laughs> I got some people telling me that, ScoMo, you need to stop lying. <laughs> you need to stop lying, ScoMo. Liar, liar, pants on bushfire. <laughs> Was, did you do this? <laughs> no. It sounds like something you'd do, Purdy. It does, but also... You probably wouldn't waste it for something that... I wouldn't waste it for yeah, this. Not, not for a political thing, you'd, you'd, if it was for your show. Yeah. But not, not just for the greater good. I mean, obviously, the funniest Flavor Flav call-out was the one he did for George Pell. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, does it... He, yeah, he... I mean... <laughs> he doesn't... No one researches these things. <laughs> people think they're harmless. And then people like you and whoever did that trap celebrities... Into endorsing things they don't think and doing things they don't want to do. Well, Flavor Flav in particular seems quite not researching. Oh, really? Do some of them research? Did you get any knocked back? Do you, have you gotten any of your cameos uh, Chris knocked Hans- back? Chris Hansen mm, knocked it back initially before I explained it to him via a white lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so a, a guy in Neighbours... Apparently researched me and said, no, I'm not going to do this. What? A guy from Neighbours? Yeah. Who was the guy from Neighbours? Um, the guy that's, the guy that's, he's like, he's been there the whole time pretty much. Carl? Toadie? No. Oh, the Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Carl. <laughs> Tried to get him to endorse Rainbow Piss, but then apparently he did some research on it. Yeah, well, on rainbow piss. Yeah. Apparently, it's piss of multicolors. <laughs> no, what? oh your 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 show. It came up. Rainbow. Oh, your My show sh- came up, and he's like, "I'm not doing this for a comedy show." Really? 
But he does all that stuff for neighbours. Exactly. I mean, I didn't think he was going to have any sort of qualms about it. You know what? I bet he regrets that. Joke's on him. Neighbours is cancelled. <laughs> he needs that fucking cameo money. <laughs> he He's going to come knocking back on your door, Purdy, being like, I'll say hey, anything you want. I'll, 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 I'll endorse the rainbow piss lifestyle. It can't affect my job on Ramsey Street because I'm redundant. <laughs> Go for it. I'm unhirable. I'm the most recognisable doctor in every neighbourhood. Do you reckon people ever ask Dr. Carl for medical advice? Because he's been like Australia's doctor for so long. Well, probably mistaken for the other Dr. Carl. Oh, the the Triple J Dr. Carl? Yeah. They probably ask him for cool facts and he doesn't know anything. (laughs) It's like, uh, well, it was very fun to work with um, the man who plays Toadie. I haven't seen Harold in a very long time. <laughs> and that they were the only facts he has. Yes. <laughs> Harold was very fun to work with. Dr. Carl, you know when you get water in your ear and you can't get it out and you can sometimes become a bit off balanced, why is that? All I can say is... Um, Working with the man who played Harold was a very f- good experience for my acting. You have not answered my science question at all. A char- one of the characters that um, I play alongside on, on, on Neighbours is named, is named Toadfish, and fish swim in water. Yeah, Dr. Carl, <sighs> my, yeah. All right. I'm starting to think you're just... You're just a poser. Well, I wouldn't say it like that, but that is pretty much my job. I pose as a, as a person. I why, act, act, act as a person. Why would you pretend to be a doctor? People are relying on your information. Well, uh, no one's relying on me for information. I'm just... I'm a TV... I'm a TV family doctor. Hmm. I'm a TV family doctor. Is that the way it's going to be? It's the way it always was. You get all the perks of being a doctor, getting the DR in front of your name, getting the big fat paychecks. When people actually need you, you're nowhere to be seen. I mean, the difference is, that's Carl. My name's Alan Fletcher. Well, Dr. Carl, (laughs) if I sneeze, does that sneeze go at 100 kilometers an hour or is that a lie too? I, I think that's true. I think that's just a general fact. Just a general bit of knowledge. You passed this time, Dr. Carl, but I'm watching you. Yeah, so Neighbours is cancelled now, so he'll be coming back to you, arms open wide, being like, Purdy, my boy. You still need that cameo? No, Rainbow Piss is done now, old man. I'm sure you could get him to endorse something else. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um... Who are you voting for, Purds? Election week. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, well, I'm not going to vote for anyone. You can't do that. Why not? You can't be apolitical. Pick, pick a side. Shit or get off the pot. Make a decision for once in your goddamn life. The planet's burning. What if I don't want... <laughs> what if I don't want uh, to make a decision? Well, that's a decision in itself. Okay, sure. 
What if I'm a fan of the world burning? Well... Ugh. I guess do nothing. <laughs> do that's the thing nothing. Of, that's the thing about those people who are going on about, you need to vote. And, and, and taking no stance is a stance in itself. Well, what if they turn out to be massive racists? <laughs> what if they, like, turn out to be, like, to hate feminism or something? Yeah. What if they're like, you know what? I think Brittany Higgins deserved it. Oh. Wow. Hmm. Well, not everyone who votes is a good person. Exactly. So maybe Statistically. not ev- Maybe not everyone should vote. Everyone can legally vote. This is a democracy. Okay, everyone who can... They should change it to everyone who can and wants to vote should vote. I think you should have at least finished year 12. I think like that's reasonable. Well, then there's a question of, um, is this elitism? Yes, of is course it, it is. Is it going to lead to eugenics? I mean, no. What, Damien? You fan you of Gattaca? <laughs> what, next thing you know? Well, no, I don't like Gattaca. They made me watch it 20 times for year 12 English. Next thing you know, it's going to be like, well, if you have this disease and if you have that disease or, or this disorder, you can't do that and this and that. Now, when does it stop, Damien? I mean, after Just because 12. a person doesn't finish year 12 doesn't mean that they're inherently going to vote for Liberal Party. Hmm. Think, about, think about that. I'm thinking about it. Doesn't mean they w- it won't, though. But it doesn't mean they will. But you know what? It's actually is... it's actually rich, a lot of rich cunts yeah. who have zoomed through school also love voting for the liberals because they love not paying taxes. That's true. So That's what so about true. so what about that? Oh man, you got me. You and your thoughts. Uh, well, yeah, but there's less rich cunts than there is just informed poor cunts. I think we can ag- all Are agree Are they on informed, that. though? I mean, in their own way. And what, what does that mean? Well, they've been brainwashed in a way that's slightly better than the other brainwashing. But if they're being brainwashed, is that information? And is that more telling of our media landscape than of the actual people it's aimed at? And more of that we should just tear it down and stop Murdoch owning every fucking thing. Hmm. Well, you don't own us. We're unbiased, baby. We're giving you new news on both sides. I'm very happy if 20th Century Fox wants to, like, have me make a movie or a TV show or something like that. That's the way I'll get into the me- Murdoch media, but that's about it. Do they own Fox? I mean, Foxtel. Foxtel? Or Fox, the Fox they, they do own. They do own Foxtel, actually. Yeah. Foxtel has Sky News. Mm. And it's all connected. God damn it. You know, Sky News has that Piers Morgan show now where he's talking, going on about free speech as a, as a hill I am willing to die on. Interesting. Free speech is a socialist concept, yes or no? <laughs> Don't try your mind games out of me. Uh, if, it, if speech was so great, you'll pay for it. I shouldn't get paid for the speech now? I mean, I mean, I feel like we should get paid for this. We're doing all this talking into these mics. 
Well, I do I think... Mean, just give it away No, I do think we should be paid, but should yeah. we be paying to talk? Well, I, not... In general. Mm, you know, free speech. Should we be paying to talk? Uh, if we say things that are entertaining and or informative, I, I think we should get a free pass. Some value to society. Mm, okay. I think if you're... Yeah. If your talk is just garbage, or it doesn't entertain or inform... Or even just fill awkward silences in a pleasant way. You you should have to pay. So the project. Yeah, yeah. I think if I accidentally turn that on, they should cut me a check. <laughs> I should get a check in the mail for having to listen to that. I haven't watched it in so long. Do you, have you? When's the last time you watched the project? Oh God, yeah, it was a while ago. I mean, I only ever saw. I, I only ever see the clips that go viral that they chop up for digestible. And everyone fucking does that. And then days. everyone, yeah. Then, and they just share it. And it's usually, I mean, it's not meant to be fine. It's never, it hasn't. It's, news, it, deliver, it, it's news delivered differently. What's, what's the difference? Um, there's like four or five people instead of two. Oh. Okay. I think that's the difference. That's it? There's five people. That's that's the difference. It's a panel of people instead of just like a duo. It's, it's, it's great because they always have like three comedians that they they banish from doing jokes. They're like, you read the news now, funny uh, man. Well, they occasionally like set up some funny ha-ha footage. Oh, do they? Oh, like here's a monkey falling down and then there's a monkey falling down. That is very tangentially... Relates to the story they're talking about. Which is the over-deforestation of Sumatra and the extinction of the orangutan. Look at this monkey fall off its non-existent tree. See, it didn't have a branch to hold on to. That's why it fell. Well, it's hard to hold on to a stump that's loaded onto a logging truck. Don't eat palm oil. So Tommy Little does that joke, but then... Like Wally Dully and or Lisa Wilkinson or whatever, they they all say the part that's like, well, this wouldn't happen if we cared more about the environment. Okay. So Damien, this election. So the difference is they pretend to care. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah, that is different. That is news delivered differently. Yeah, it's usually just impartial, and these are the facts. Well, whereas like, it's uh, these are the facts, and we care. Sad. Well, the news should be delivered impartially, but it's often not. Hmm. What's your What's your favorite ad campaign going around for the election at the moment, Purdy? Uh, I hate all of them. Isn't there one that's just fun? No, none of them are fun. They're all terrible. Everyone loves a good commercial. No, you know, like the Cadbury, Phil Collins monkey, or the See, Tim Tam genie, or the. <laughs> You know, everyone's got a favorite ad. What's your favorite commercial ad? Uh, do you mean I mean, el- I mean, I mean, election, election, election commercial, yeah. election. Well, commercial. the one where ScoMo is on the drum set and it's the lead up <laughs> to in the air tonight, and then they just cut away. Yeah, just when he's about to have any policy <laughs> of importance or significance, you're like, give us something. No, well, I don't even know what this man stands for. Didn't even finish a drum solo. 
Well, to be fair, on every other TV station, they changed it so ScoMo is Anthony Albanese. So then he's the one people are like, he has no policy. Oh. Well, he's or he says he he says he's policy, and then he says, then they say that's not a policy. This is a policy, and it's just a knife. It's just a knife. <laughs> It's just it's, a knife. It's just to represent how we're going to gut uh, schools and education and, and... For tax breaks. Funding and everything. Yeah. That's not a policy. <laughs> this is a policy. Uh, I, I've, I've been blissfully unaware. I've been so busy that I haven't even be, been sucked in to the... To the what? What do you call it? Just the pro- the propaganda, I guess, of the this upcoming election. Uh proper something. Yeah, impropaganda. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, my mother keeps trying to drag me into conversations where we talk about who we're going to vote for, and I'm like, I'm surely not- she knows. <laughs> she knows. That's the thing. I'm thinking like we. You talk- hang around with these inner city fartsy kids. You got nominated for an award. You don't have a choice. You're greens. <laughs> You're a green boy. I'm pretty sure I've said enough that I hate the hate the coalition. But it's like she wants the argument. Yeah, of course she does. And I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want this. And she wants this. Why? I, I don't know. You know what? Maybe it's a slow conversation week. Maybe she just wants to stir a bit of controversy. She trying to get me to replace my dad in her in her life, <laughs> maybe by starting up arguments. Maybe. Well, that's not gonna happen. I said <laughs> I was never gonna be like my dad. <laughs> and let me say, if abortion, oh god, here we go. <laughs> what a abo- segue! If abortion was decriminalized, I would have never been alive. Decrim. Okay. Decriminalized, so it was criminalized. Wait, isn't it criminalized? Oh my uh, god! What, what, oh, what, whatever it is, legalized. The opposite, was... the opposite of what it is now. I'm so confused. Would you be around or not? I'll be aborted. That's the main. Oh, point. okay. So that was the point. Yeah. I thought you were doing some meta thing, and I'm like, what? There's too many layers to this. Um, <laughs> it really wasn't. Okay. So your dad tried to destroy baby purds. Is that what you're saying? He should have. He shouldn't have. He the should've. world needed joy. He should have, but he didn't. Because of God? I don't know. Or law? I think law. God I think, law? I, I think the law. I practice God law. I don't know. It's hard to tell. God never tells you how he's going to punish you. Maybe the cancer was for punishment from God. Who knows? Oof. Wait, because he, well, he tried to abort you. Oh, well, he should have. What? I'm so confused. <laughs> you know, as far as I know, there was never any attempt to abort me. Okay, but well, I'm saying they should have been. Why? Because I'm a I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm like a gloopy mess, a gloopy mess ball. Yeah, but the world needs gloopy mess balls, Purdy. What happens if you're the gloopy mess ball that cures cancer? Oh, that's not going to happen. What? What if you? The kid that hasn't gone to university somehow finds a way, like, flubber-esque in your shed. Worms if you cure cancer. And they could have aborted the kid that cured cancer. 
It's another interesting point you should have made. I never went to university. Does that mean I should have never should never get to vote? I think you finished year twelve. Not a monster. <laughs> That's true. I did finish year twelve. Yeah, you see, you elitist piece of shit. But I also never went to university. You've done like more degrees than most people. Uh, shitty degrees from online. <laughs> hey, still, they all count towards your hex debt. Don't have a hex debt. You don't? What the hell? Why? Don't have a debt. You don't have any debt? Don't have a hex debt. I mean, I have debt, but I don't have a hex debt. Oh, God, you... Everyone has... I'm an artist. Of course I have debt. I mean... I mean, you don't even know debt till you've had a hex debt. <laughs> yeah, I call it a hex debt because you're like, oh, heck. Hurts carrying this around. I was going to say, it's like they put a hex on you. Oh, it feels like that too. It's like a bunch of lone witches. <laughs> Just, I don't even know what the interest rate is on those things. I think they upped it. I don't know. I don't check it. I'm sure the I'm, interest rates are up. I'm sure it's going up. So, who are you going to vote for and why is it going to be Craig Kelly? Um, I mean, are people still voting for Clive Palmer? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people are going to vote for the United Australia Party. Yeah, what's their platform this year? They make in Australia great again again? <laughs> their platform this year is we're better than the other guys. <laughs> More or less. Really? Pretty much. You can't trust the Labour, you can't trust the Liberals, you can't trust the Greens. Or you can't trust the Labour and you can't trust the Greens. You can't trust any of the governments ever again. I trust, for us. I trust a man who has a dinosaur park <laughs> and wanted to build a train to it. That's just like something a kid would do. I have a dinosaur park and I want choo-choo train to go to the park, mum and dad. And everyone will have fun on the choo-choo and they can see their dinosaurs and we can play golf. I think that's what he actually said. That's, that, that was his policy. <laughs> that, was, that was his policy. Rich people are really just children, aren't they? They really are. They're just like people with so much money, no one says no to them. Or like they've never heard no before. Just like a child. Hmm. Why should I pay my nickel miners? They they get shiny things when they go to job. <laughs> Jobby shiny nickel metal money. It's fun. Clive, you need to pay your workers. Shiny nickel, shiny bits and pieces. People like shiny things, mom and dad. They, dad, they, 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 that's all the money they need. But you get them to give you the shiny, shiny metal things. And that turns into money that you take for yourself. Yeah, but they get to hold the shiny things and that's fun too. It would be better if you paid them a living wage, Clive. I give them juice box in office cafeteria. They drink juice with Clive. With me. Juice box... When they spend all day in the mines, they're going to need more than a juice box and a cafeteria. That's why they get roll-ups at their play lunches. We need more than roll-ups and juice boxes, Clyde. They get adult roll-ups, which are durries. 
No one calls cigarettes adult roll-ups, Clive. I call them adult roll-ups. I'm Clive. I'm Clive Clive P. Palmer. Clive! Vote one, United Australia Party. (laughs) That was his ad. That wasn't good. Uh, I just read that verbatim. That wasn't even an ad, ad lib. I mean, if that was his ad, <laughs> I might consider voting for him. I mean, at least he's honest. He's honestly out of touch. <laughs> Thinking adult roll-ups of durries. Oh, Clive. Yeah. Uh well yeah I, I'm uh I, I'm yeah well I'm in I'm in the good part of town now I'm in the in in the inner city so that's gonna be greens anyway you know my vote will count for once maybe I don't know I don't know how it works I'm just saying would it be better if no uh, no one voted because everyone dictatorship huh you mean a dictatorship no I mean what if no one showed up to vote. And no one voted at all. But what would happen then? What would happen then? Man, I don't know. I'm genuinely asking. I mean, that's the thing I want to know. I'm not a political analyst. I mean, then all the leaders would just vote for themselves and then it would be a tie, right? Yeah, so what will happen? Will I have to do another vote? Probably. But what if no one shows up to that? Well, then they'll have to have another one. So... Eventually, someone will vote out of frustration of having to vote. You know, that's true. And by then, who will they vote for? I mean, whoever's less annoying, I guess. Okay, who? Probably probably whoever, and that's whoever has the least funding in ads. They're like, ah, this fucker, I've never heard of them. The sexy fish party. Man, you know how many people would vote for the sexy fish party? I mean, people find fish sexy. That's the thing. That's why they're on Tinder They profiles. see sexy and they're like, I'm going to vote for this. Even if one of their policies was everyone gets castrated. <laughs> everyone gets neutered. Is that the old sex party's policy? It was. Really? People always focus on the fact, oh, they're kind of libertarian. They want to they legalize marijuana or whatever. But no, it's, a lot of it's also about castration. Wow. Damn it, I voted to castrate myself then. Well, one of the down prefer- further down preferences. But, yeah, that's embarrassing. I think the big question everyone wants to hear about is how are we going to vote for the Reason Party? Hmm. Summarize their policies for me, Purdy. Well, someone I know is running a part of it. So you have an allegiance to them. Well, that's the thing. I'm wa- that's why I'm asking. Do I have an allegiance to them? If you know again, the guy, again, you're it, more likely to vote for them. Again, anyone who calls themselves for reason party makes me think they're not reasonable. It makes me think they're bad at politics. Yeah. They're like, what, they're going to actually <laughs> reason? They're going to think about their policies? This doesn't sound like any government I know. Well, just think about it. I mean, the sex party... You knew what they stood for. Well, but none of them ever had sex. Well, not on camera. Did they? Well, I think some of them did. Okay. <laughs> Just because they later on went to join the sex party. 
like finally a a a party that can deal with my past yeah uh, yeah i don't know i mean look they they're one of the better ones that's for sure <coughs> Well, that's the thing, right? That's the way we have to vote. People say you shouldn't have to vote for the lesser of two evils. And it's like, well, it's kind of what we're stuck with. Yeah. Yeah. You would hope that you keep voting for the lesser of two evils and then eventually just evil people will get kicked out. Mm. But but you know what? Some Some people, like, really empathize with evil people. You know, they're like, oh, look... He's a tough leader. Look at him step on those rights. <laughs> he's a bulldozer. Yeah, he he's not going to, you know, distribute things or look after people equally. You know, Scott Morrison called himself a bulldozer. Uh, did he? Yes. In what context? He said he has a bulldozer style of leadership that he's going to look into and change. He's going to change his the way he does things? It's what he said. He says, I know I have a bit of a bulldozer style of leadership. Well, that's what people wanted. I'll have a little look at it and I'll maybe hold myself back a little bit. Yeah, I've never looked at him. <laughs> for this guy. I thought, this guy is tough. <laughs> this guy's really just going to, yeah, get his way. I, I look at him and I'm like, oh, that's a man who looks like just some middle-aged goofy dad that no one respects. Hey, he... He looks like he tries to get, like, catchphrases going on around the workplace, you know? Yeah, remember that one catchphrase he's trying to get started? It's not my job. Yeah, it's not my job. It's not my job. It shouldn't be his job. Starting catchphrases shouldn't be his job. Shouldn't be his job. Yeah. That's why they hire marketers and publicists. And people who plan campaigns. You and empathy coaches. Yeah, yeah that, that's funny. <laughs> Imagine that this happened to someone you like. <sighs> wow. That would be terrible. Jenny. Jenny. Yes? I thought about it. Yes? I wondered. Mm-hmm. What if... You were in a bushfire. Well, I'd be burnt, Scott. Oh, that sounds bad. I'd probably die. You mean I couldn't, wouldn't be able to try and shake your hand? Yes, you, there'd be no hand to shake. Oh. I'd be burnt to death, Scott. It's a horrible thing. And our daughters. What about our daughters, Jenny? Well, if they were in the bushfire too, they would have also burnt to death. Oh. It's a horrible oh. way to go, Scott. Oh. No. So what you're saying is, it was a good thing we went to Hawaii. Well, I needed the rest, and I think we all could have used it. Ah, good. Good. Thank God helping the nation in an emergency is not my job. Yes, Scott. Anyway. And seeing. <laughs> it's like we're watching the weekly just then. Just high top political satire. ABC, you listen to this? We can write for you. Yeah, Come we on. could write for you. Just, 
send a little writer's package then down this way. Deliberately. Get, get us to work. <laughs> yeah, deliberately. <laughs> That's just an in-joke for us. <laughs> yeah. Shall we say it? Uh, yeah, I may as well. I mean, it's uh, you can't just have in-jokes. Uh, you know, where's the fun in that? Uh, back when Tonightly with Tom Bella was a thing, they were looking for writers, and we decided to try and throw our hats into the ring. We dreamed a dream. Yes, we sure did. Mind you, and we didn't realize if this was on the ver- when the show was on the verge of yeah, we, like, we started yeah we started writing our package, and then like two weeks later the show got cancelled, so that was short lived. But we were able to get an email out of, out of it and got some sort of. But then they sent us they the wrong the wrong email. Yeah, they accidentally sent us a staff email that was basically just yelling at all their staff, <laughs> saying they had to be better writers in more or less in more or less terms. A fairly nice way than that, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, in a nice way, but like still, that was the sentiment. But which you know, a workplace. Yeah, you know, just regular, just do your job better. I get told that at least six times a day, anyway. <laughs> you know, I work in really healthy environments. I'm just, I'm just saying, if we worked into tonightly, would they, as part of their motivation, would they have tried to have gotten you to pat? <laughs> Someone's sweaty back. <laughs> you well, wrote a. This, ri- is, this is another in joke right now. We brought this up on the podcast. Oh, we brought it up last time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We probably did. Yeah. So there was a series of like prizes for May at my workplace. Every time you achieved any kind of milestone, you get to pick a ticket off the wall, and each of these prizes were varying degrees of hell. Somehow I kept picking the ones that were really dehumanizing. Like what the first one I got was like, pat this fat guy. I don't know. This fat sweaty man who works like overtime every day and doesn't leave the office, pat him on the back and for good luck. And I'm like, (laughs) he's like one of the top earners for the company. I'm like, I don't want to touch this guy. Sounds like everything else in his life's a mess. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to touch this guy. And then the second one was one of the one of the one of my superiors, who's like another leader in the company. Well, the next one was just like, rub this fat bald man's head for good luck. <laughs> What's up with all these people? I'm just like, why am I? Why do I get the ones where I have to fucking touch everyone? I don't want to look at half these fuckers, let alone touch them. In a workplace, you're trying to get me fired. Is that their strategy? Just like get Damien just to be the touchy guy at the office. He rubbed that guy's head for good luck. I like how it's dehumanizing for everyone involved. Oh, it rub is. Rub their fat belly or fat back. Rub the bald head. And then the other one was, what was the other one? The other one was like just really immature. It was like a fucking year 10 wrote it. It was like, convince this other team leader that he has bird shit on his shirt. What? <laughs> That was that was the third one, and then at that Isn't stage, this supposed to motivate you. I know, and then like I said, I'm Boston. I'm like, I don't even want a prize anymore. Just whatever <laughs> fuck stuff is on that wall. Just don't even make me go through the hope of thinking I'm going to be rewarded for effort, and then picking something that just breaks my goddamn soul. After that, he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to pick the prizes for you. I know where the good ones are hidden. And then I got a couple of free lunches, and that was so just that. That, that was fine. Just give everyone a free just lunch. Give us a. Don't don't Free try lunch. don't try to be quirky and clever the thing but with is, the most fucked things. People in positions of power like to think they have senses of humor and are well liked by everyone beneath them. 
It's kind of relates. It's pretty Just much scomo. politics. Pretty much politics. Pretty much scomo. I'm pretty sure everyone that's working at the top of you is probably voting for the coalition. Mm. Is that about right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, you know, like, I guess, I mean, I guess like workplaces are just like mini, pol- like countries, really, aren't they? They're all governed by one person in a committee of jerks, and they all think everyone loves them. But well, that's because you can't say that you don't like them. Because if you say you don't like them, you get fired. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Then you have no choice to be, uh, but to be nice to them. Yeah. And then it just comes off as, everyone likes me. Well, no, everyone's fucking afraid of you. Mm. That's just it, right? God damn it. Yeah, but still, you'd love to be the one in charge, wouldn't you? (laughs) Actually, I don't know if I would. Would you? No, it's almost such a... I don't You've been in charge of some stuff. I've been and in I charge. Hear, I hear you complain a lot. Yeah, I don't like being in charge. That sucks. Because it's, I changed my tone. <laughs> it's a sucky job that no one wants, the, being a prime minister. <laughs> I run a small improv company, and even that's too much for me. <laughs> uh, they're, they're artists, and they're probably just as incompetent and temperamental as politicians. They're slightly more likable. That's their only saving grace. They have talent. At least politically, they probably all think the same. For the most part. Well, there's some deviations, but... Nothing too wild. We got rid of the one guy in the group that was... I uh, lived in a church caravan and believed in conspiracies and that a witch was astral projecting and cursing him. <laughs> so ever since we got rid of him, it's all been pretty normal. We've been very balanced since then. Yeah, it's been much more balanced. Like minor deviations. No right-wing, red-pilled, witch, Jesus. Freak. Well, they are, they are in the arts too. And if they were into that sort of thing, they would have a terrible time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, I think what the point we're trying to drive to is that I think we're both going to vote for little Clive Palmer, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't know who else there is. I mean, little dinosaur boy train park. I mean, it's got everyone's vote under the age of 12, that's for sure. Clive Palmer, you were running the election, and you won. My God, what? How does Clive Palmer sound? It's kind of just like Clive. You aged up since we last talked to you. Oh, um, I, oh my God! I can't believe I won the big vote race. I can't wait for tra- Choo Choo to Dino Park. Everyone have a good time. Clive, Clive, Clive. We know this is just a put on. You you forgot what voice you were using. We know it's just an image. Fine. I just wanted people to think I'm a child because of the policies I've written. I realized the only person that would write them would be a 12-year-old. After reading them, I couldn't believe I said them. So I pretended to be a 12-year-old boy for the rest of the election. 
That's the smartest, most self-aware thing you've ever said, Clive. Well, that's why I'm Prime Minister of Australia. United Australia Party. This has been an authorised message from the Clive United Palmer Australia Party, Canberra. Well, we're not the LNP, but we are in fact the LNPB. And that's close enough. (laughs) 